Marty Kaley. Celtic music from across the globe and across town. I'm Dave Baghdad, and I'm so glad you could join us. On tonight's program, we'll continue our Celtic Colors preview and have a conversation with Dave McIsaac. Thanks for being here. Cade Mela Falcha. You're very welcome here for this 219th edition of The Kitchen Party Kaylee. I'm your host, Dave Baghdad, and we have a great show for you. Some things you may know, and I'll let you probably don't. We're in week three of our four-part Celtic Colors preview. Tonight, we'll be chatting with one of the true giants of Cape Breton music, Dr. Dave McIsaac. I hope you'll enjoy it, and I'm glad you're here with us. We're going to fly out of the gate with a track from an album called When Here Meets There, which features two fiddlers, Troy McGillivray from Nova Scotia and Shane Cook from Ontario. We'll hear three reels, Archie Menzies, Champagne Breakfast, and new tune makers of 2007. Also appearing on mandolin on this track is the great Ray Legere, and Troy, Shane, and Ray will all be performing together at Celtic Colors this month. We'll follow that with a song from Cyril McPhee, right after Troy McGillivray and Shane Cook on The Kitchen Party Kaylee.
song that I've been singing And the melody keeps ringing in my mind And I know why There's this thing that I've been thinking About the way that you've been giving me the eyes And I know why Dance a reel the way I feel I fly around the room Tell my feet to run right back to you And I know That if I stay or if I go You will be there with me As I walk along my way And I say Please let your heart be mine Cause I'd like to sit beside you When I'm old and gray I can think of many reasons not to go And you should know Many questions can't be answered And many circumstances still to go And you should know A midnight candle burning Cast my shadow on your wall Reach your hand out to me Should I fall And I know That if I stay or if I go there with me as I walk along my way and I say please let your heart be mine cause I'd like to sit beside you when I'm old and gray Singing, and the melody keeps ringing in my mind And I know why There's this thing that I've been thinking About the way that you've been giving me the eyes And I know why I Dance a reel the way I feel I fly around the room Tell my feet to run right back to you And I know That if I stay or if I go You will be there with me As I walk along my way And I say Please let your heart be mine As I'd like to sit beside you When I'm old and gray 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 Cyril McPhee there with Dance A Reel from his solo album By Request. Cyril was born into a musical family just outside St. Peter's, Cape Breton, and he's been a performer in his own right for more than 20 years. Great stuff from a really terrific guy. Before Cyril, we heard some hot trio music from Nova Scotia fiddler Troy McGillivray, Ontario fiddler Shane Cook, and New Brunswick's Ray Legere on fiddle and mandolin. From Troy and Shane's 2008 album, When Here Meets There, we heard three reels. 
Archie Menzies, Champagne Breakfast, and New Tune Makers of 2007. The members of this trio and Cyril McVie will all be performing at this year's Celtic Colors Festival. One of the groups from away who will be there is Cherish the Ladies, led by Joni Madden for more than three decades. We'll go back to their 1997 live album now for a medley of Follow Me Down to Galway, Captain Rocks, Good Morning to Your Nightcap, The Old Dudine, and The Blue Britches. From there, we'll head back to Nova Scotia for a Gaelic song from Mary Jane Lamond, right after Cherish the Ladies on the Kitchen Party Kaylee.
Mary Jane Lamon there with Shane O from her 1997 solo album Suis A or Go For It. Her five solo records and her duo album with Wendy McIsaac all feature her performances of Scottish and Cape Breton songs in Gaelic, which is all the more impressive in that she's not a native speaker. Before Mary Jane, we heard a hot medley from Cherish the Ladies, the American group led since 1985 by Joni Madden. We heard Follow Me Down to Galway, Captain Rocks, Good Morning to Your Nightcap, The Old Dadine, and The Blue Britches from their 1987 album, Cherish the Ladies Live. Coming up now, we'll hear from Tracy Dares McNeil, who we've only heard previously as an accompanist, but we'll check out her own music now. She released a solo album, Crooked Lake, in 1994, and from that, we'll hear a medley of The Duke of Kent's Lodge at Glen Tilt, Malts on the Optics, and Farewell to Decorum. The second and third tunes were written by Scottish piper Hamish Moore, who appears with Tracy on this track, with guitar backing from the great Dave McIsaac. 
We'll then have a very rare track from Dr. Dave himself, right after Tracy Dares McNeil on The Kitchen Party Kaylee.
Two Cape Breton artists of long standing there, both of whom will soon be appearing at Celtic Colors. We let off with Tracy Dares McNeil, a set including the Kent's Lodge at Glen Tilt, Maltz on the Optics, and Farewell to Decorum, featuring Tracy on piano along with Hamish Moore on pipes, who also wrote the second and third tunes, and Dave McIsaac on guitar. We then heard Dave himself, backed by Tracy on piano, on a rare track from his long out of print 1995 album, Nimble Fingers. 
That was a medley of Mrs. Garden of Troop, Earl of Home, Mary MacDonald, Mr. Bernard, and Miss Scott of Usan. Dave McIsaac has long been recognized as a musician's musician, a master of both the guitar and fiddle. He spent decades accompanying the likes of Buddy McMaster, John Allen Cameron, and of course Natalie McMaster, with whom he toured for years. He's avoided the spotlight. In 31 years, he's released four solo records, the most recent in 1999, and all are long out of print. Despite that, musicians hold him in awe. John Allen Cameron once said that if a codfish had strings, Dave McIsaac could play it, while J.P. Cormier told me that Dave has forgotten more about Cape Breton music than most people will ever know. Just a few months ago, Dave was awarded an honorary Doctor of Letters degree from Cape Breton University in recognition of his lifelong contributions to the preservation and furtherance of Cape Breton music, and Celtic Colors will celebrate Dr. Dave with a concert called, appropriately enough, Celebrating Dr. Dave. Here's Celtic Colors Artistic Director Don Beaton. Dave is a lovely, lovely musician who is probably one of the most kind musicians, most thoughtful, and one of our best culture bearers. He is a wealth of information, full of stories, and great fiddler, guitarist. He can pretty much play anything with strings on it. My hope is that show will just be a great, happy celebration of an incredible talent and a huge resource for the Nova Scotia and Gaelic and Celtic community. And while we're at it, here's J.P. Cormier to talk about his friend and musical influence. There was a certain number of linchpins in my musical upbringing as a guitar player. The first one was Chet Atkins. The second one was John Allen Cameron. And the third one was Dave McIsaac. When we first heard John, he was doing something on a 12-string guitar that nobody had really done before, ever, which was to play fiddle tunes with a thumb pick and a 12-string, utilizing only downstrokes with his right hand. He had no upstroke with his pick. So that was unbelievable, to say the least, like seemingly physically impossible. And in the early 80s, John hired Dave during the heyday of his career, and an album came out in the early 80s called Celtic Guitar, and he took John one step further. He played very, very difficult Cape Breton fiddle tunes on the guitar with a flat pick, and he emulated and imitated every single ornament that occurs on the fiddle and the pipes when you play those tunes, and it blew our minds. I remember listening to it with a buddy of mine and we were just driving on the road and I looked at my buddy, I said, could you believe what you're hearing? I mean, just listen to those cuts, listen to those triplets. We just couldn't get over the facility that he had. So when I was 13 years old, a close friend named Billy Doucette took me to Dave's house and I met him there. And at that night he was playing the fiddle and he sounded exactly like Winston Fitzgerald. Exactly. It was just unbelievable how much he sounded like Scotty. I've never forget seeing him there, big beard, hanging down in his sock feet, and he was playing to beat the devil. That night, we spoke at length in the kitchen about Winston and about, you know, just music in general, and he became one of my best friends over the last 30 years, and probably one of my biggest influences. If I had to cite one guitar player that created the type of hybrid that I play, because I tried to take it another step again with the types of tunes I was playing and the difficulty level. If I had to cite one player in the entire world that created what I do, it's Dave McIsaac. Dave doesn't give a lot of interviews, but I was lucky enough to chat with him earlier this month. So, without further ado, I'm honored to present to you my conversation with Dr. Dave McIsaac, exclusively on The Kitchen Party Kaylee. Well, this is a real thrill for me to be able to welcome you to our humble airwaves. You're somebody who I've wanted to talk to on tape for quite a while. 
Well, it's an honor to be asked, and we'll have some fun here. Well, speaking of honors, this has been kind of a big year for you, hasn't it, with your Doctor of Letters degree from Cape Breton University? Yeah, I think they had one left over from last year, and uh, <laughs> they just kind of scribbled my name on it. So. <laughs> but no, it was, it was quite a mind-blowing experience, for sure, you know, a very humbling experience. Well, before we get into more of that, what I'd like to ask first off is how the music first entered your life. Well, my dad, Alec Dan McIsaac, was a good Cape Breton violin player. He didn't do it for a living, but he was a carpenter foreman and worked hard doing that every day, but loved to play the fiddle on the weekends. And, and after supper, he'd get at it some, you know. And yeah, he started playing when he was a young fellow, and he had good teachers with people like Big Ronald McClellan, Ronald Kennedy, Charlie McClellan, people like that, you know. But he left Cape Breton in 1929 to go and work the mines up in northern Canada. But he never forgot the music, even though he wasn't living in Cape Breton. He always kept the music, in, and there was always, you know, lots of fiddlers stopped by the house on the weekends and stuff, you know. So what was the first musical memory that you can recall? Well, I can recall, believe it or not, back into 1957, when I was two years old, maybe I was almost three, but I can remember being at a concert at the Halifax Forum with a bunch of Cape Breton musicians, including Buddy McMaster, Dan Ewing, the Cacker, and Cameron Chisholm. And I was there with some of my family, my parents, and we were sitting up in the bleachers of this old hockey arena kind of place. But there was a bunch of sailors who were partying up in back of us, and they were drinking and stuff, and they get into a scrap, and they all rolled down on top of everybody, and everybody was screeching and hollering, and it was quite the chaos and pandemonium. But that's my earliest remembrance of listening to music. But I remember, at the, you know, around that time and when I was three years old, I had great fiddlers like Charlie McKinnon from Cape Breton, who recorded for Columbia Records in 1929. 28 is, is a part of the Columbia Scotch Band. Uh, he was actually one of the first Cape Breton fiddlers ever to record, I believe. It was him and I think Big Dan Huey McAachran from Hillsdale, Inverness County, and Mary Ann Kennedy from Broadcove on the violins. People like Carl McKenzie. Carl's a great Cape Breton fiddler. I knew Carl since I was a little fellow. He and my dad were great buddies, and they played a lot together. Cape Breton Club would be having dances and stuff, and once I became of age, I was going to the dances, and I was playing guitar for a lot of the fiddlers at the dances, too, and stuff. So was fiddle your first instrument as well? It was, yeah. I started when I was picking a fiddle when I was about six years old, my birthday. It's actually a very good instrument. I still have it, and I think the folks paid like 200 bucks for it, which was a good deal of money in 1961, so it's a very good three-quarter instrument, you know. It's not a piece of junk. But then I saw the Beatles on TV, I guess, and they were on Ed Sullivan 64, I guess, something like that. To fire the fiddle, we had to have a guitar, and, and then my older siblings would be bringing home rock and roll records and stuff. We'd be learning all that stuff. But when I was about 15 years old, I figured I'd better get back to the fiddle, but I started woodshedding on my dad's fiddle because it was, a, it was a full size when nobody was around for about six months, and then one night I took it out and surprised everybody, I guess. So you started playing guitar, and then at some point you started playing Cape Breton fiddle tunes and Scottish tunes on the guitar. How old were you when you started doing that? I don't know. I just started doing it. I'd be trying to chord along with my dad when I was a little fellow. He'd be playing these tunes, and I just started trying to pick them out. This, uh, nobody told me we weren't supposed to do it. And there was people like John Allen Cameron. John Allen put a recording out in the late 60s when he was playing the bagpipe tunes on the 12-string guitar. So like John Allen's uh, Celtic guitar player was definitely an influence on me in that way too. I really enjoyed that because the uh, bagpipe tunes are neat and you can do them all in one position on the guitar. You can play literally thousands of tunes in that one position. Well, on the subject of thousands of tunes, you seem to be the go-to guy in Cape Breton when somebody needs a tune or a name or something like that. Well, nothing nobody else can't do, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just put your mind to it, I guess. But the guy I call, if I'm looking for a name or tune, is John Donald Cameron, John Allen's brother, who's like a live 
Congress Smithsonian of Celtic music to, to me kind of thing, you know. Well, it's funny because you are also renowned as the fellow who knows all the names of the tunes, and yet I've heard you introduce a Stratspey as Lady Somebody from Somewhere. <laughs> I'm lucky that I've uh, amassed a great collection of old books, you know, over the years. Spent a lot of time in libraries in Scotland and stuff like that when I'd be over there. Everybody else be in the pub, I'd go to the library. <laughs> but I got a lot of neat stuff that you wouldn't ordinarily find over here, you know. Like the late great Winston Scotty Fitzgerald used to tell me, you always have to have a few tricks up your sleeve. No, I, I like going through the old music and, you know, finding tunes that nobody else plays. And nice to find a really good tune that you never heard before, you know. Well, you seem to have soaked up tunes from a lot of the people that you've played with over the years. Tell us a little bit about some of your experiences backing up people like Buddy and Janelle and people like that. Well, I was fortunate to play a whack of gigs with Buddy in California one time in workshops and concerts and so forth. I think we sold out all the gigs too, by the way. But we were playing in San Francisco and this well-dressed lady comes backstage afterwards and she was saying how much she enjoyed the Cape Breton music and she said, my son's a musician too, you folks might have heard of him. I said, what's his name? And she said, John Fogarty. And I said, wow, you know, you know John Fogarty from Queen's Clearwater Revival. So that was pretty neat. And she said also that she had flown up to hear Rita McNeil in Vancouver one time. So until she was really a Cape Breton music aficionado kind of thing, you know. So you know, you never know who's in your audience. And when I was playing with Natalie McMaster and Tracy Dares, was a lady, uh, Jennifer Anderson, was sitting in the front row of the concert, and she came backstage afterwards. And nice to meet her, too. I didn't know who she was at first. I had to ask her who she was. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you look like a girl I used to be in a band with. <laughs> I was over in Japan a couple of times, too, playing Celtic music for Nova Scotia Tourism, and it was neat to expose the folks over there to it, too, you know, and we were well-received. In France, Jerry Holland, Jim Morris Rankin, and Barry Shears, we did a concert for them over there, too, which was kind of neat. Maybe you can find that on the Internet. I'm not sure if it's on or not. Well, I was incredibly honored to play fiddle with the Cape Breton Symphony alongside Scotty Fitzgerald and John Donald Cameron and Wilfred Gillis, along with John Allen played a festival in Killarney over at Ireland years ago. Winston Scotty recorded several recordings for several Canadian labels like Rodeo and Celtic Records and also had his own label for a time called Mac Records. My parents used to say that his name was the third word I learned after Mama and Dada. So, <laughs> <laughs> I remember buying 78s when I was three years old. I liked the music then. I knew what I liked. People like Scotty, Joe McLean, and Angus Chisholm. But there was a sporting goods store in downtown Halifax that sold records, guitars and amps, and hockey sticks, and baseball gloves, and it was sporting goods and musical instruments. It was kind of a bizarre store. And I took guitar lessons for a little bit up in the uh, top of the store from a guy one time. I just remember last night about one time I was traveling somewhere with Jerry Holland, and we were having a little Kaylee in the truck as we were driving down the road. He was driving with his knees and playing the fiddle, and I was playing the guitar beside him. <laughs> I don't think that's allowed, probably, but it didn't seem to affect his playing or his driving. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're coming up to Celtic Colors, and I'm going yes. to have the pleasure and honor of seeing you play a couple of times at the Guitar Summit on Thursday, and then, of course, the well-deserved Celebrating Dr. Dave show. There'll be fire and lots of things at me, I'm sure. So how are you feeling <laughs> about that? Well, I'm incredibly humbled and honored. It's kind of weird. I feel like I'm going to my wake. <laughs> going to shoot me afterwards. <laughs> 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 but 
But no, it'll be lots of fun. I guess they got some of my old buddies like Howie McDonald going to be there and a couple of great young fiddlers, Joe McMaster and Brenda Coyne, Wendy McIsaac and some Gaelic singing and step dancers and the whole works, you know. Yeah, it should be interesting anyway. I guess they're going to put me in a playpen at the side of the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Keep me out of trouble. Should be a, a weird night. So after Celtic yeah. Colors is over with, what's ahead for you? I'll be back, back to Halifax after that. Just jobbing around Halifax here, playing a regular gig at the Old Triangle on Monday nights with the uh, great guitar player Louis Benoit. His dad was a uh, Cape Breton fiddler, Jarvis Benoit. I'm not sure if you ever heard of Jarvis or not. Thinking of maybe doing a, another recording at some point, you know. And it's been a while since I did one. I got a few tunes I'd like to record that haven't been heard, you know. Another interesting little story. One time, me and Jerry went to visit Archie Neal Chisholm. Do you remember Archie Neal, Angus's brother? Yeah, I know who he is. I never got to meet him. We went to visit him, and the day before we visited, he had lunch with Neil Armstrong at his place. So that was pretty cool. But see, at the colors, I'll tell you what he told me, what Neil Armstrong told me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. Dave, thanks so much. This has really been an honor and a thrill for me, and we appreciate you taking the time to be with us. Well, any time, Dave. Glad for your interest. My conversation with Dr. Dave McIsaac there, and now it's time for some music. As I mentioned, Dave's albums are all out of print, but I managed to get my hands on some. We'll hear a pair from his most recent record, From the Archives, which came out 18 years ago. First, we'll have a tribute to Cape Breton violin duos, which features Dave playing both fiddle parts as well as the guitar. The set begins with two Strathspades, Lord Lovat's Welcome and Miss Anne Muir's Birthday, followed by three reels. Miss Johnstone, Muscat's Cairn, and She Put Her Knee on the Old Man. We'll then hear Dave on guitar on a Winston Scotty classic, Henry Ford's Old Barn Dance. So here we go with music from Dave McIsaac on The Kitchen Party Kaylee.
Dave McIsaac, and welcome to the Kitchen Party, Kaylee. Two selections there from the great Dave McIsaac, soon to be honored with a special performance at Celtic Colors. We first heard Dave playing guitar and two fiddle parts on a medley of two Strathspeys, Lord Lovett's Welcome and Miss Ann Moore's Birthday, followed by three reels, Miss Johnstone, Musket's Cairn, and She Put Her Knee on the Old Man. Then came Henry Ford's Old Barn Dance, featuring Dave on guitar. Both these selections come from Dave's 1999 album, From the Archives and I hope you've enjoyed our tribute to this very special musician. We've time for one more set, and we'll kick it off with Dave McIsaac's idol, Winston Scotty Fitzgerald. We'll check him out on a pair of jigs, Jimmy McKinnon of Smelt Brook and Scotch Cove, which appears on the inimitable Winston Scotty Fitzgerald, released in 1964. We'll follow that with a song from Newfoundland's Matthew Byrne, right after Winston Scotty Fitzgerald, on the Kitchen Party Kaylee. Thank you. 
bound away upon the tide to leave our friends behind us, haul anchor chains and slip away to break the ties that bind us. Fast on the breeze to the northern seas, what fortunes guide a sailor to earn a share of oil and bone is a hard life for a whaler. Dangers unforeseen and bitter storms to try us, cold icy winds and towering waves, and the faintest star to guide us. And darkening skies around us close, neath Greenland's cliffs forsaken, ten thousand miles away from home, and a heart that's nearly breaking. Fast on the breeze to the northern seas, what fortunes guide a sailor to earn a share of oil and bone is a hard life for a whaler. And when at last we hear the cry, and all in wild commotion, cutting blast and down she dives in the dreary troubled ocean. When the whale has breathed her last, and seabirds left to grieve her, we'll hoist our sails and steer for home, for it's time for us to leave her. Fast on the breeze to the northern seas, what fortunes guide a sailor for to earn a share of oil and bone is a hard life for a whaler. That was Matthew Byrne from Newfoundland, soon to appear at Celtic Colors, with What Fortunes Guide a Sailor, from his 2015 album Hearts and Heroes. We preceded that with a 1964 track from Winston Scotty Fitzgerald, A Pair of Jigs, Jimmy McKinnon of Smelt Brook and Scotch Cove, from his album The Inimitable Winston Scotty Fitzgerald. We're getting near the end of our show for today. I hope you've enjoyed our time together, and I look forward to having you join us again next week. Reach us by email at kitchenpartykaylee, that's all one word, and Kaylee is C-E-I-L-I-D-H, at gmail.com, by Twitter at at KPC underscore radio, or through our Facebook page. You can find podcasts and playlists from all our shows at iTunes, Google Play Music, 
TuneIn, and at kpc-radio.com. For our final track this week, we'll have Clooney Castle, another rarity from Dr. Dave McIsaac. Until next time, I'm your host, Dave Baghdad, and I thank you for listening. We'll see you here again on Sunday at 10 p.m., right after the folk sampler. Slan Ogat. You've been listening to The Kitchen Party Kaylee on WICR 88.7 FM. This program was made possible by support from donations from the friends of The Kitchen Party Kaylee. We hope that you'll join us again next Sunday at 10 p.m. The Kitchen Party Kaylee is written, produced, and hosted by Dave Baghdad and was recorded at EMAS Studios in Broad Ripple. The Kitchen Party Kaylee is a fortnight production. Thanks for listening.